We are here. Welcome to the Ellis Rose podcast, a place for those who are ready to think differently about what's possible, are ready for rapid expansion and to take bold action in their life. Join for unfiltered conversations around the mind, business and magic. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast and I'm super excited today because we have the beautiful Ella on Um, and we're going to talk all things forgiveness today and the best thing about the podcast is it flows, it goes where it needs to go and whatever we share is for you guys so I'm really excited to hear about Ella's journey and to see where this conversation takes us but Ella I'd love for you to introduce yourself. My name is Ella. I'm a hypnotherapist. I'm a timeline therapist. I work with Reiki and NLP. I facilitate retreats and I combine coaching and counseling practices to really support my clients in getting amazing results. But I'm, I'm also a human being who's been on a journey and who has navigated through a lot of forgiveness of self and forgiveness of others on my way. And that's why I'm so passionate about this topic as well, because it is truly something that I feel is a vital piece in the healing journey. Yeah, 100%. I love that. And from following your journey online as well, like you represent that and to see the like beautiful retreats you run and the work that you do, it's really nice to be able to have this conversation with you today because like you said, forgiveness is huge and not enough people actually allow this for themselves. And it actually makes me wonder how they move through life with all this guilt, shame or disappointment in themselves because they're either they don't have the resources to know how to forgive or they've never actually started that process. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about your journey of forgiveness and kind of what that's been like for you. Yeah, definitely. So a little trigger warning, but I, I lost my uncle pretty to a pretty brutal murder when I was six years old. And it was something that really put our family into deep darkness. It was an extremely traumatic event. Um, the lose, my mum losing her only brother was something that really plummeted her into some deep grief and a few years later I remember my mum starting to build a bit of a connection with the man who took her, her brother's life and at the time I was angry I mm. couldn't even comprehend how this conversation was happening she was writing letters to him, he was in jail at the time and she was getting to know him and through that process she truly forgave this man mm. because she came to understand his journey you know, he had ex- experienced extreme trauma as a child like the most extreme story I've probably ever heard and it doesn't condone what he did and it's it's also not okay but she came to understand that he was a very hurt person and through that hurt and through not getting the support that he needed he then went on and hurt somebody else so yeah. I guess you could say that was one of my first experiences of forgiveness and and it was something that I didn't quite understand at the time as well it took me a lot longer to really learn what I I needed to learn from that experience but I just remember feeling this this beautiful just guess feelings of like inspiration towards my mum for being able to step into forgiveness around this man that's something that I've held on to most of my life when I have you know been angry at people or been angry at myself I've always come back to well if my mum could forgive the man that took her brother's life I can probably get over that comment somebody made the other day that they probably didn't mean you know when I I really boiled down to it um so yeah that was my first experience of it and 
I did a lot of things in my teenage years. I was a very troubled teenager. And so, you know, there were a lot of things that I weren't proud of, a lot of things that I did that were completely out of character. And so I had to go on a big uh, journey of forgiveness with myself and really forgiving myself for doing the things that I was doing when I was hurt, when I was carrying all of the trauma. I've experienced hurt at the hands of other people. I've had, you know, experiences happen to me that I didn't ask for. And so, you know, I've had to really go on a journey of forgiving those people that did those things to me and, and understanding on that deeper level why they did the things that they do yeah. and sometimes I, I still don't quite know and that's okay as well I've, I've come into acceptance within myself and I've let go of the pain let go of the unforgiveness and found peace with it all yeah I love that and when you just said it's like complete acceptance of self like that's where it starts and it's realizing that your actions or parts of your journey don't determine your identity they don't determine who you are and with forgiveness it's like we've all had a past we've all had a journey we've all had life experiences and I'm sure it's fair to say most people could have a part of their life where they look at and go actually I'm not proud of that and it's realizing like you've done NLP so you'll probably have heard this a lot which is people are doing the best they can with the resources they have at the time and that for me was something that really harnessed in the being able to put myself in a new perspective or their shoes and go, actually, I don't know what they've been through and I don't know what is going through their mind and their life right now for them to have done what they've done. And it actually takes away a lot of that emotional charge because you're not just coming from it, you're from your own place of like, just viewing it how it was, you are putting yourself in someone else's shoes, which I feel like disperses the energy slightly so that we can get new perspectives. And that's like, it's so important. Um, And especially that journey that you've been through to witness and move through that at the age of six and to see your mum move into so much forgiveness is probably one of the most healing things for her. Like, because if she hadn't have done that, like what anger deep down or unconsciously would she have held on to through a lot of her life? And it's crazy how much negativity or negative emotions that we can release through just the simplicity of forgiveness. And I say simplicity of forgiveness, there is a process in forgiving, but once you can start to embark on that and you realize that you can forgive, the whole energy shift in you is so, so different. Completely, when we realize that sometimes we're just getting caught in the fiery line between somebody else's bad behaviors, it's yeah. it's never usually about us, and we can have this emotional charge towards it, and we can take it extremely personally. But sometimes we're just getting caught in the, in the firing line that has absolutely nothing to do with mm. us. And when we can again step into forgiveness of the thing, it's not condoning what happened; it's just choosing to forgive it away. Yeah, yeah, too. Um. And it's just crazy how sometimes we have to close it and forgive to realize how much we actually held in that point of our life and how much energy is being held there. So it's like, I, I love this topic because it's something that I could talk about for ages and I'm sure you could as well. Cause I know you mentioned that this is something that you really delve into with retreats and the work that you do as well, just to teach other women the importance of that and what it actually gives them. Yeah, it's a, it's a workshop that I run over the Waking Up Retreat. And every time we run it, I look back after we, we do a hypnotherapy session and I, I look back into the room and we start some of the tasks. And there's just, you know, sometimes there's not a dry eye in the room. And it's something that re- really does rock people to their mm. core. And they realize, oh my gosh, I've been carrying around all of this stuff and I've been holding on to all of this. 
wow okay and it's, it can also be a big process of realizing I haven't forgiven myself yeah. I've been really I've been punishing myself maybe I've been self-sabotaging maybe I've been abusing myself not treating myself the way that I should be treating myself because I haven't forgiven myself for that thing that I did now one of the workshops prior to that we get all of the women we call it like a sh- the sheet of shit workshop because we write down all the shit we write all the shit that has happened to us in our life they, they write it all down yeah. and you know there's crying and there's moments of awareness and at the end of the workshop we and, and in the forgiveness workshop as well we remind everybody that everybody has a sheet of shit like every single person on this planet has a sheet that is filled with moments of trauma of pain of heartache of abandonment of whatever it is for them we're all carrying around that stuff and when we can really look at people through that lens and realize that everyone is doing the best they can that they know and and hurt people would really do hurt people and when we can zoom out Mm. that a little bit further as well and you know dive into the conversation around generational trauma and how many people are just carrying things from their mothers from their grandmothers how much generational trauma really is happening right now it's no wonder that you know so many people are out there hurting other people because we don't know any better literally and it's it's like with generational trauma and the forgiveness piece it's like how does somebody show up if they don't know any different like if they've only been taught one way they've had their own journey they're going to continue life with the same either beliefs behaviors or emotions or whatever it is that they've been exposed to because that's how they've been raised that's what they're carrying through and until someone breaks that it's going to continue and in terms of that itself it's huge and when people actually do break that cycle it like praise yourself like actually look at now you get to recreate how this generational line continues how you get to be able to create the better version the healed version you know the forgive the like the forgiveness that you've got the happiness and the solitude that you can create just from doing the work and forgiving <laughs> like the forgiveness is a massive part of that and it's like imagine who you could become when you do forgive whatever that is in your life you know and when you say about that process you do at the retreat one thing that i've recognized in um like coach group coaching that I've done is people always come to terms and they go wow I actually didn't realize that there were so many other people going through journeys and I'm like yes and that's why group coaching is so powerful because if they've done individual coaching they very much feel quite isolated because they think it's just Mm -hmm. them but then when they see others journeys it's like oh they have a journey too they have something they're working on too and it's not a comparison piece it's we all hold shit whatever level that is like it's all completely valid and it's all a part of your journey that we get to work on mm. and we're all going through stuff everybody's going through stuff you know yeah. I had a moment the other night where I had a you know a little bit of a heated conversation with my partner and I said something crap I said a crap comment right and in that moment I regretted it I was like I'm so sorry that was not that uncalled for like I had a human as F moment, right? And yeah. I was like, cool, I, get to, I forget to forgive myself for this, right? I'm tired, I've had a really big day. And also that's not an excuse either, but I had a moment. And I think we, we, we as human beings have these moments and people around us have these moments. And I think if we're, we're so quick to hold on to all of these moments and you know, sit in resentment towards these people, sit in anger towards these yeah. people, 
instead of looking them through the lens of they're a human being, they're having a human experience, they're feeling emotions, they say things that don't mean sometimes, how can I bring a little bit more compassion into that space? If we truly treated each other that way, the world would be a very different place. Yeah, 100%. And it's really interesting when you say you've had a human moment, like we are human as well, even though we've done a lot of the work, growth does like it doesn't just stop it doesn't just stand still and go cool i'm complete we are always evolving and it's funny i actually had someone say to me the other day in a conversation was like well you're all right you've done the work i'm like i haven't done the work i've started my journey of doing the work and it's always evolving it's always continuing and yes when you're in the coaching space sometimes people put you on a pedestal and think that life's like this beautiful you know perfect canvas but we are human. I have down days. I have great days. I have moments where I'm like, shouldn't have done that. But the difference is, is when you've started the journey, you have more and more resources to be able to recognize it quickly, to be able to move through it quickly and to be able to bring yourself back to that best version. But we're human. (laughs) Like it's, you know, and we still have you know, the shit bit of paper that potentially gets added on to now and again, but we have the resources to be able to go, okay, that happened, this is why, and I'm okay with that, I'm forgiving myself, and I can do better. Yeah, completely. Yeah, so it's, the journey's interesting, and it never ends, and some people think that they can just do one thing, and whether it is around forgiveness, it's like, I'll just do this bit of work, I'll forgive, and that's it, but it's always an evolution, always an evolution. Like there's always something there that can be worked on. And it's just so that you can start stepping into that better version and the clearer container that can think clearly, that is more aware, has more emotional intelligence. And that was probably the biggest gift that I realized that I gained through investing in myself was the the awareness that I created around what was possible and how powerful my journey's been through all of the learnings and all of the healings from that as well. Yeah, and I think I, I personally believe we don't ever arrive. No. I, you know, show me someone that's arrived yeah. and I'm going to go and study this. <laughs> Do we ever arrive? And, you know, in terms of the work and, and you know, in particular forgiveness, sometimes we might, you know, dive into a little bit of forgiveness and we, we even just dive into 5% because... You know, yeah. let's be real. Some people have experienced some extreme yeah. things at the hands of other people. And, you know, why some people do the things that they do, I will never completely understand. Yeah. Right? It is because we're not them. We don't think like them. We don't have those characteristics. And so when we think of the extent of what some people have experienced in this lifetime at the, at the hands of other people, that's a journey. Yeah. There can be so many emotions caught up in that space. And so even if we step into 5% one time and maybe, you know, we do a little bit more work and even like 100% more and 10% maybe yeah. the next time and just, you know, chipping away at that forgiveness over time and finding more and more acceptance because it's not just about stepping in and doing it once. You know, I have some women in our workshops that are like, I just, I can't, right? I'm like, cool, well, where can we start? Yeah. But what, what area, who can we start forgiving straight? Like, and we can just start that journey and that's okay. And yeah. we'll come back to this person another time because if you're not ready to go there now, it's okay. But let's just start the process. Yeah, and it, it's the starting. Like mm. once you start, you can realize that you can break the journey down you know, you can take small steps. And I think a lot of people that have had significant pasts or traumas or they're holding on to a lot, they look at the mountain. Like they see themselves here and they look at the mountain and it just seems too far away. 
And it is, it's bringing them back to themselves and going, no, just take one small step. Like what is that 1% we can chip away at today? And exactly like you do in your workshops, it's like, where can we start? And once they feel safe in starting and knowing that 1%, that's that's great, that's done. They'll naturally start to unfold the next steps. And it is, it's like unraveling the layers. Like we're not just one kind of crack us open and we're done. We're layer by layer by layer with, you know, numerous different avenues that we can go down and we're humans, we're complex. <laughs> like nothing simple, yeah. but in a good way. Like if it was simple, what would we have to work on? You know, what would be the excitement, the learnings, the evolution of us if it was simple? And it can be really intriguing the journey, especially when we can start unraveling forgiveness into acceptance. And when you can get to a place of, again, I say full acceptance with a pinch of salt because it's always evolving, but when you can close a chapter because you've accepted that part, you then get to take that energy and be able to disperse it somewhere else that's more useful or more purposeful in your life. And I think people don't realize the energetic value behind holding on to things and where they're actually leaving energy that could be utilized in a different way. And that was something that I had no concept of right at the start. It was like, well, it's fine, but I don't wanna face that, not realizing how I was physically attached to that yeah I love I love CrossFit I love you know strength training and things like that and when we think about you know if we were to pick up like five kilo dumbbells and we were to hold on to them and we were to hold on to them yeah. for 20 years you know after time our arms are going to start to give way we're going to be extremely fatigued um, and that's the same with emotional stuff the, the, the unforgiveness the trauma the things that we're carrying around over time that weight that we're carrying it builds up and it, and it, and it becomes so much more than it once was yeah and it can be very scary to open, open up that Pandora's box and <laughs> to go in there like what am I actually what's actually in there because I've been so good at suppressing and not dealing with it and, my, and distracting myself and doing all of the things other than going in and, and doing that forgiveness work yeah. or that healing work and if I actually go in there, can I handle it? And it's just that reminder that it is safe to let go. And even if it is just that 1% each day, 1% each week yeah. even, that's progress. And, and I think progress gets to be the thing that's celebrated, not how fast we can transform in a short amount of time, but the actual journey being started is the most important thing. A hundred percent. And it's definitely something that people fear. And this is where I wonder like, how many people have the fears that stop them from starting and it's actually normalizing that it can be fearful like a lot of people talk about the starting but they don't talk about the fear or the healing that happens before that because you have to be able to move through some sort of fear in order to face that and for some people it's huge what they have to face like it can be something they never thought they would have to face again because of the avoidance or just pushing it down and that can be the most scary part of the journey is actually reliving that. So there's actually so much strength in just starting rather than looking at you know the final finished kind of journey or the evolution of that. It's like, actually, can we appreciate what it's like to start? You know, like some, and especially when you've held so much boundary against something, you've got to break that wall down in order to be okay to actually like I said, relive it, to experience it, to talk about it, to maybe face the emotions that you've never truly felt in that point, like that point of your life. Because people that don't forgive often don't feel their emotions around that either. Mm. It, it, it is a very much like and a... 
that's usually shame. Yeah. That's usually one of the emotions that most people hang because you know, there's they've experienced something maybe that's been very unpleasant and there's usually a lot of shame around that. And when we look at the scale of consciousness and we bring, you know, the vibration, I think it's like quite low, maybe 20, and we bring it up into acceptance, even bringing it up into acceptance and talking about it, we're shifting the vibration of that thing that we're carrying very, very, very quickly. And so when we're lifting it out of that, that darker realm, you know, there's a lightness to that. There is there's more ease to that. We just kind of start to come into the space of it's okay. Things happened and I'm safe now mm. and I'm okay now and I have the ability. If I've, I've had, if I'm strong enough to have held on to it for the, as long as I have and to have kept it wrapped away the way that I have, I'm strong enough to actually let it go now. Yeah, 100%. And I'm actually curious, Ella, like when women go through this process at your retreats of the forgiveness, what is the, like, because often that's a huge shift, right? You're letting, you're moving through a lot. I'm curious to what some of the most common feelings people feel after that process. A lot of it's anger. Yeah. Especially with, especially with women, right? There's this level of suppressed armor because, you know, good girls don't get angry, women don't get angry. It's kind of been the societal kind of viewpoint of, you know, women don't experience that emotion. So there's generally a lot of suppressed anger rage even as well that is hidden underneath that when they you know move through the sadness and they you know come through some of those initial emotions that's usually the one that's locked a little bit further down some women come through and we do a lot of emotional release process after after this but some people come through and they then just have that deep sadness just like it's just grief and it's just this you know wailing and just feeling and, and feeling the things that they haven't felt for 20 40 yeah. 60 years right but, but for a lot it usually is that like I'm, I'm angry and maybe because I haven't let myself get angry so it's usually whatever they haven't allowed themselves yeah. to feel because they've probably allowed themselves to feel some some form of something but then there's like a deeper level of that thing that they haven't felt and yeah our experience my experience is anger and rage would be definitely a key one yeah and it's interesting because I'm sure for anyone that's listening to this they expected to hear like lightness they felt you know happier they felt calm and you got to remember if you've trapped them like if you've blocked emotion for so long it has to resurface you have to face that in order to actually come to the it's like there's a level there's a level or there's a layer sorry there's like lots of layers that we almost have to like allow it and then put it to the side allow it and put it to the side to then get to the feelings of like solitude or like the surrender and the forgiveness and the kind of the peace like you actually have to witness and feel whatever you have blocked down first because again otherwise you're still just physically holding that in your body um and I know when I did my NLP training, that was exactly the same thing. And when I'm working with clients as well and we're doing forgiveness pieces or we're just actually going back to the trauma and we're moving through that and they're witnessing, the first thing is anger and then it's sadness and then it maybe might move to guilt and it's just witnessing them in all of them layers and knowing that it's absolutely okay to move through that and every emotion is completely significant to them at that point and it has to be held it has to be witnessed and it has to be moved through um but like when you think about the power in that and what that releases like how the long term of you what you actually feel yeah so at that moment it might feel difficult but if you can just trust in that process that what's to come is actually beautiful and the weight that you feel has lifted is phenomenal 
Yeah, completely. And, you know, my mum came to our Reconnect retreat last July, which was a huge moment for me as a practitioner. Mm. I was like, well, am I ready for this? Yeah. Um, and, you know, as I, I shared at the beginning of this episode, you know, she'd been on such a journey of forgiveness, but a lot of that had been on an intellectual mind level. Yeah. And so when she came to the retreat and we took her through this process, she there wasn't any forgiveness to do around that on, on that day. There was forgiveness of self more for her. But I remember the emotional release process. I didn't hold my mom, my, my business partner Elle did, um, but I remember hearing her go through stuff because she tapped into stuff around that. And there was just like a couple of pieces left around that forgiveness yeah. that she stored in her body. And it was like this deep rage. And, you know, hearing her move through that and just actually releasing the body level, like the cellular level of what had been stored, yeah. um, it was like the it was like completion for her with that, like 27 years later. Her body was still holding on to some of the stuff there, even though in her mind she'd be like, I have forgiveness. And that's why forgiveness and, and this work, it's, you know, working with our mind, but also working with our body and integrating both of those things because we store things in different places. Yes. And, and I'm sure for anyone that's listening, actually, it's probably, if they're new to this, it's probably foreign to them that it's stored in the body. And I think a lot of people don't actually see the link between like what we're feeling and what our body holds and the and the link there. So I'd love for you to be able to just real on a real simple level explain for them how feelings either manifest in the body or where like how that link is and they're held. It can manifest in many ways. It can be like emotional things going on, but also physical things yeah. as well. You know, when we think about the pain in the back, right? You know, I said who's the pain in the back right now or the pain who's yeah. being the pain in your neck. Um, you know, knee problems can be significant for certain things. Louise Hayes, wonderful at this. If you yeah. haven't read Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life, there's an incredible um, kind of like end to the book where you can go through and you can see the emotional response yeah. to what's going on physically. Um, the Body is the Barometer of the Soul. I forget who the, the author is. That's another wonderful yeah, book to look at as well if you're kind of curious as to these physical symptoms keep coming up and I'm not sure where they're coming from. There's no kind of reason as to why they're coming. Um, we've seen some pretty incredible and I'm obviously – careful of what I say because I'm not a doctor, but we've done some pretty incredible things here on a physical level post-retreat when the emotional stuff was dealt with. You know, people have been given diagnosis of, you know, 12 months to live and things like that. And those people, it's been a couple of years now and they're still here. So, you know, the things that we've seen that have healed from the emotional release and doing the forgiveness and the healing and whatnot, um, there can be so many things that are going on at a physical level that our, bo- our body's trying to communicate with us. Yeah, literally. So it's like trying to get our attention, that little niggle down below in your foot or your yeah. knee. Yes, it can be things that happen you know, through a bump or an accident or things like that, but so often it's through an emotional thing that's going on yeah. that our body's actually trying to bring our attention to. Like, hey, there's stuff here. We're not feeling, we're not dealing with it. Yeah. How am I going to get your attention? I'm going to pull you back out. Or I'm yeah. going to make your hips really tight because you've been holding on to emotion in this yeah. space. So I think when we can really tune into our body on that deeper level and start to listen to what's going on and you know, not just quickly run off to the doctor or the physio or think that there's just something wrong with us or we can actually say, well, what could be the emotional response to this? What yeah. could my body be trying to communicate with me through this process? It truly is wonderful what we can see. I used to have sinus infections. Um, I used to have like chronic sinus infections that I've ended up in hospital a couple of times with. It was like every winter I was like, oh, sinus infection. Here we go. Let's go. Right. I've yeah. into my mind. This, this is what I expect. I haven't had one now in almost four years. 
So I don't know what what it, I don't know what it was that was linked to that for me, but I, I truly do believe that it was something linked to that on an emotional level because nothing in my life has changed other than the healing that I've been through. And so I used to always, you know, even when we're like, you know, we think think back to that time when I could just need a break. I really just need like a week in bed, yeah. and it's like, boom, your body's listening to it. It's like, here's a week in bed, <laughs> right? Or I just I just need a day in bed. I'm, I'm just I'm so over. I just need to rest, right? And the body's listening to that. And before we know it, there's a cold that comes on. Yeah. We've got the flu. We've got a tummy bug. And so, you know, the body is listening to what the mind is telling it to do. And so, you know, often when we're asking for that break, the body gives you a break, but it's not always the way that we want it to. It might come through broken bones or illnesses and things like that, but we've been asking for it and the body's just delivered on that. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, I am fascinated by how the body responds and what it teaches us. And it's like, what are you ignoring? What is your body telling you right now and screaming at you? but you're ignoring it. And for me, like we've a couple of retreats I've ran, we've had the same thing of like people coming away and going, oh my God, after five years of trying to conceive, I'm pregnant. And it's like, it for my conception journey as well, I, I had endometriosis and I went down the doctor route, I had the surgery and then that was when I went, hold on this is a and again I'm not health professional or anything like that this is my personal journey was this is band-aiding I'm like what am I band-aiding here I'm gonna go on my own journey and that's when I completely took my own journey and working out what is my body telling me I read the books I read Louise Hay and it's phenomenal and then I did the healing and symptoms did actually start to get better which was awesome and before that I hadn't conceived and I then went through a massive healing and personal development journey and it's like for me I always said to myself my body when it's in the most like healthiest cleanest state will be ready to receive but I have to heal first and then I conceived and when I hear like when we had the lady leave the retreat and then I think it was about five months after the retreat she messaged us and said I can't believe it I'm pregnant and through the whole of the retreat her massive release and focus was forgiving her body and herself for not being able to do what she wanted it to do and I know this can be quite a really like for some it can be a really hard topic to talk about but that came through healing and that was her words (laughs) so it's really interesting what does come from when we actually focus on the healing as our physical body then responds as well. Um, and it's something that I'm I'm passionate about opening up the eyes of people that maybe haven't seen that connection yet. And especially that do struggle with chronic things or things that are constantly you know persistent in their body. And it's like, well, what is it telling you? And it's just giving people the small bits of either like not advice but information where they can just take it how they want so that they can start learning about that because there is such a huge connection there and I feel like it's a journey that you can really believe when you've done it yourself 
Yeah, definitely. And we've seen the same thing with fertility. Yeah. And a big piece of that has been forgiveness, forgiving your body for not doing what you know, you're know wanting it to do because mm. there can be this unforgiveness that, that women then hold on to and, and you kind of channel towards their body because they're like, why, why, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you yeah. broken me fixing? Why, why aren't you doing what, what you're meant to be doing? Um, back to my mum as well. My mum has emphysema. Um, she's had lung problems for a long, long time and, and the lungs are linked to grief. And so because there was just so much grief that consumed her for a very long time, my mum was on a very long healing journey and it's probably been the last five years that she's finally found completion with it all. And there's, you know, there's still always going to be moments for her because again, do we ever fully arrive? But you know, when we look at her body, the biggest issue that she's ever experienced has been her lungs, which is always linked to grief. So I've seen that with my mom as well. I was like, why does my mom keep getting um, pneumonia and ending up in hospital? And like, why why is this happening? And I started to learn about grief and where it stores in the body and what it looks like. And, you know, that really opened my eyes up to, wow, okay, this is the, this, the emotion that she's carrying most of. And this is where it's storing in her yeah. body and this is how it's manifested. Yeah. It's so interesting. It really is. And I'm excited for anyone that's listening to learn this journey as well if it's something you might be even even intrigued in like if you can like those books I'll pop them in the show notes when I share this but the books are incredible and they are a really good starting point to appreciating the links of emotion in your and where it manifests in the body and what each part of your body is representing um because once you start learning that it's so interesting and it's like you do realize what you can heal can change not just emotion but physical as well um yeah it's it's amazing and before we wrap up Ella I'm curious what would you so if someone is not forgiving themselves they're really holding that either shame the guilt deep down and they know that they need to move through a forgiveness journey where would you tell them to start I would either start first of all I'd start with is this something that I can take myself through because I think some people, you know, that might be a possibility. And, and so if it is, uh, I'll share some things that you can start to do. But if you sit with it and you're like, this feels really hard, I, I don't know how to start, I don't know where to start, um, get support. Reach out to somebody, you know, seek that professional that can yeah. really guide you through that journey because the progress you could make in a short amount of time could be pretty life-changing. And, and it's beautiful to be held in that process yeah. as well because forgiveness can be scary. It can be very unknown. And, and to be supported and held through that process is a truly beautiful thing. Um, if you are, like, I, I can do it myself, I'm ready. <laughs> um, you know, a, a beautiful thing could just be as simple as doing a meditation. Yeah. Maybe jumping on YouTube or Insight Timer and just finding a forgiveness meditation and just taking yourself through something like that, doing the visualization processes, seeing yourself forgiving. Maybe it's cutting of the cord or something yeah. like that. And then writing a letter. A, a letter writing task can just be a really simple task. You can, you can write that letter to yourself. You can write it to somebody else. This isn't a letter that we're going to give to somebody. You may want to. It might be a letter you give to someone and then it opens up a conversation. Or it's just something that you have where you've gotten that those things that you're feeling out of your body and on paper yeah. and you might want to burn that you might want to do whatever you want to do with it but just taking that time to really acknowledge how did you feel mm. and, and what did this bring up for you and what has been left unsaid because maybe these have been things that you've tried to say to this person that they, they haven't received and they haven't been willing to take on board and so if so it's just getting that out so that you're at least acknowledged in that moment yeah it doesn't matter what the other the person thinks or, or says because forgiveness can be a two-part journey where we you know 
we have that with ourselves, but then we kind of bridge that with somebody else and we mm. go through that journey of forgiving each other or one of one of one person forgiving the other. But it's not always going to be. And realistically sometimes we're never gonna to want to talk to that person again. And so, you know, writing something like a letter can be be something that you can just tangibly do yeah. with yourself. You can release some of that stuff. You know, that might just be a start for you where it starts to just shake the leaves off the tree and like, okay, I'm, I'm starting to navigate through this now. Maybe the next step is going and getting some support. Maybe it's going and releasing some stored emotion around what we felt around that as well and just really finding acceptance and really sitting with it. How, how could this situation be working for me? Yeah. If everything in life was happening for me, if this situation had have been there to support me in stepping into something greater within myself what does that look like because for me like I came into so much acceptance of my journey when I realized wow how lucky that I've felt you know the bottom of the barrel and I've landed there so many times and I've experienced so many human emotions on this journey so far that I can really truly hold people on that deeper level yeah you know and I really came into just gratitude for the journey like I wouldn't trade any of the things that have ever happened to me because I know everything has played a part in me becoming the woman that I am today yeah. and I deeply love her and so it is coming into that acceptance however we need to but there'd be some just some simple ways we could start yeah yeah and it's and I think the massive thing you said there was like you love yourself for who you are and it's shaped who you are and when you can realize that life is shaping you you start to see it in a different light as well and knowing that my whole journey shaped me it's like wow I actually have gratitude for everything that I've learned along the way and I have love for that but before that I definitely didn't hold that with my past at all it was very much the opposite so there is so much power in being able to move through forgiveness to acceptance because it doesn't just open up a a new part of possibility but it opens up a whole new awareness like a whole new appreciation for humans and being able to put yourself in different perspectives all the time um, rather than just coming at it from the only thing you know. So, and before we finish, where can they find you, Ella? If someone wants to connect with you, where can they find you? I am Ella Worsley on Instagram. Um, I run a business called The Enlightened Co as well. So enlightenco.com we have enlightened retreats so i'm sure if you put in any of those things online you'll be able to find us on instagram our website um yeah we run incredible retreats we run online programs we do a lot of one-on-one work with people so forgiveness is a big part of the pieces of the puzzle that i put together with people alongside so many other things but i, I truly do believe that it is so important so if you're listening to this and you're like gosh i, I need i know i need to open that door um, just that reminder that it's safe to go there yeah. and you have the ability to let it go and, and who you'll meet on the other end of that and that lightness that you'll feel and you will forever be grateful for that and your future self will be thanking you for the work you do today yeah 100% well thank you so much for coming on and chatting all things forgiveness I've really loved that conversation and I'm sure there's so many nuggets that people can take away, um, whether they're already on the journey or they're starting the journey or they're even curious and this is completely new to them. Um, Any questions that anyone has, please reach out to either of us. Um, But like Ella just said is you deserve the journey um, and the woman waiting on the other side of that is, is worth it. So thank you so much and I'm sure we'll chat again soon on an episode. Um, But yeah, lots of love and thank you. (laughs) 